Welcome to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast with Phil Graham. We help you master Facebook ads and give you an unfair advantage over your competition. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast, episode 160. I'm Phil Graham. Today, I'm going to be talking about software and tools I'm using in 2020 for Facebook ad success. You know, I get a lot of people asking me, hey, what do you use? Do you use this? Do you use that? I'm going to share exactly what we use and why, and also some of the things we don't use and why I don't recommend some of that stuff in today's episode. So before we jump into that, a couple quick notes. I'm recording this on Monday, June 1st, 2020. I can't believe it's June already. This is crazy. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. I know it's been a crazy weekend, especially around the country here in the US. Ah, lots of sad things going on. I hope everyone's safe and doing okay. And uh, hang in there. I know it's crazy. I also wanted to mention something very inspiring that happened this, this past weekend. And Elon Musk and SpaceX and NASA launched astronauts into space to the International Space Station. And that to me was just amazing because it's been almost like 10 years since that happened. And this is the first time it's ever happened with a third party company making the rocket and that being Elon Musk and SpaceX. And the thing, you know, I've always admired Elon Musk as an entrepreneur and everything he's created. But I remember watching interviews with him from a few years ago where he literally was brought to tears in the interview because they were showing these clips of astronauts and government people and all these politicians and stuff saying that it could never be done what he's doing. He's wasting his time. He's not good enough. You know, it'll never work. And imagine, man, I can I can only imagine how he felt this weekend when he literally proved all of them wrong and did what a lot of people thought was impossible. I love that thinking. Everything's always possible. I don't care where you're at right now, especially when it comes to business, when it comes to making money, when it comes to helping people, serving people, whether you're already doing good and you want to do great or you're doing horrible and you want to do great, or maybe you want to, you're doing great, but you want to be, be like 10 times better than what you're doing now, whatever it is, it's possible. It's doable. I don't care what anybody else tells you. Do not listen to anybody that doesn't think it's possible. So anyway, I was just was, uh, especially amidst all the craziness and stuff and sadness of the riots and um, protests and the coronavirus and all these things that are going on. That was super inspiring to see that happen. And I um, ho hope you guys got a chance to see that. So before we jump into the content, I briefly wanted to mention a couple things. Number one, if you ever are looking for somebody to either run your ads for you or you want a one-on-one -on -one coach to actually help you one-on-one, -on -one, not, not a course where it's generic and it doesn't apply to your situation, but you want a one-on-one -on -one training so that you can learn how to do it for yourself instead of paying somebody like me all the time, then let me know. Every once in a while, I can take on a new client can't happen too much, but I do um, take on clients every once in a while. So if you're interested, you can go to philgramdigital.com 
and schedule a zoom call if you want to talk about it, or you can hit me up on Instagram at Philgram digital. And then lastly, my new Facebook group is coming up. It's called ad agency school. It's going to be teaching people and giving regular content about how to start or grow a successful ad agency. Now, this is a, an amazing business. To me, it's one of the best businesses in the world you can have because you can literally if you want to work from home with no employees, and make many, many hundreds of 1000s of dollars a year. And in many cases, a lot more, you could be making millions potentially. And you can do that, either just working just with yourself. Or you could obviously scale it up and hire employees, regardless of you know, some people will want to keep it small and others will want to grow it bigger. But even if it's just you with no employees, you can absolutely make many hundreds of 1000s of dollars per year in profit with just you if you want to. And, and and more, like I said, I don't like making income claims. As you guys know, I'm not one of those fake scammers and gurus. But I will let you know that you can make a lot of money and help people at the same time and control your schedule. It's an amazing business. So I'm going to be starting a group that teaches people to do what I did. And it's called ad agency school. That's coming up late this week, I hope to launch the group. I want to thank everyone who has notified me on Instagram for the link. I want you to know that it is coming to you very shortly. And I've been really busy launching some different things for clients. So I wanted to make sure that when I do officially launch this group, that I'm not in the middle of a launch of something else. So if you've already um, asked me for the link, I've got you covered, I will definitely uh, DM that to you sometime this week. And for those of you who do want in just hit me up on, on Instagram, DM me at Philgram digital, let me know that you want in the group. And later this week, I will send you that link and I invite you guys to come on in. And uh, it'll be fun to connect with you guys. So with that being said, my friends, I want to jump into the content of the software and tools I use for Facebook ad success in 2020. And the first thing I want to start off with, and this is very important. In fact, this might be the most important thing I'm going to say in this actual podcast. And that is this, the software and the tools you use do not determine your success at all. Zero. I see a lot of people incorrectly post things like, you know, unless I use click funnels, I'm not going to be successful or I'm going to be successful because I'm using click funnels or lead pages or you know, you can insert any name, whatever name you want to put. A lot of times it's click funnels, they, they have really good marketing. And so a lot of people talk about it. And it's not click funnels fault, really, that people think like that. But when you think about it, whether it's click funnels or unbounce or lead pages or any other page builder or tool or software, that is not your business. It's just not. That's how you build your pages and how you communicate through your ads when you send them to landing pages. But it has nothing to do with what your actual business product or service is. It has nothing. To, it's like, if you were a basketball team, think of that as your arena, where you or your stadium where you play your games. That doesn't determine if you're good at basketball, you know what determines if you're good, the players on your team and how you play. So software 
page builders and stuff like that are cool. And you want to have a great arena. And you want it to be easy to get to and easy to use and easy to get in and out of. But make no mistake about it. You could have the nicest arena in the world. But if your business sucks, or your product sucks, then or your talent or your employees are no good, then you're going to fail. So don't get into the assumption, the incorrect assumption, that if you just get whatever, insert a tool name, if you just get this one tool, you're going to be successful. And not true. That's one of the biggest things I see people doing and saying that are just completely false. The tool will not make you successful. Now using a great tool to build pages can help save you time, it can help make your job easier. It can it can do some good things for you. But just don't make the mistake of thinking that's the key to your success, because it's not, you've got to have a great product or service. And you've got to have great ads and great marketing and everything else. That's the important part. So let's jump into it with that being said. And we're going to start off with page builders and talk about the ones we use, and why. And we use pretty much everything because I have many different clients all over the world. And whether we're using our systems or theirs, we've used it all and we pretty much do use it all as we speak. So I'm going to talk about what I currently use and why. And number one for for page builders, I like WordPress a lot. And I use with WordPress Divi or Thrive themes I actually use them both. I actually like Divi a little bit better now. I used to like Thrive themes better, but Divi is number one right now for me. The reason why I like WordPress and Divi number one, it's become very easy to use. And number two, it has nothing to do with the fact that there's not like a monthly fee. Um, the monthly fee is not a problem. What I love about WordPress and Divi is that I have total control over everything. It's on my domain. I'm not using a third party provider at all. I have total control. And for me, that is something that has a lot of value. So for landing pages, a lot of times we use Divi or Thrive themes. Now, secondly, we also do use page builders, especially when we're doing it for clients, because when you have a page builder like lead pages or click funnels, it is so easy to create pages. <laughs> I mean, you can literally just use their templates and you can do this with Divi as well. But with clients, it would be a little bit more involved because they would have to have a WordPress site. And I don't really want to mess with somebody else's WordPress site. If it's my own, it's not a problem. We can do that. Great. Uh, but if it's for a client, I'd rather use a third party tool if I'm going to be working on their landing pages. So for a third party tool, I both um, recommend and like both lead pages and click funnels. I think they're both great tools. If I had to pick one over the other, I would pick lead pages because technically, it's worked a little bit better and had less technical issues than click funnels. But with that being said, we still use click funnels for plenty of clients and we like it. And it works pretty well for us. And it's certainly super easy to create and clone pages and do all kinds of cool stuff in there. So I'm still a fan of ClickFunnels, but lead pages just gives us less technical headaches, so to speak. And so that would be my number one page builder. It's actually like a third of the cost as well. 
Now it does not do everything that ClickFunnels does, but in my eyes, that's an actual advantage. And I'll tell you why later. So uh, with that being said, we use WordPress with Divi and then lead pages for most clients, although some clients we use ClickFunnels with. And then there's also Unbounce and a few other page builders out there. But again, remember, it doesn't really matter what page builder you use. That's not what's going to determine your success. So make sure that you use something you like. All of these are good. Whether you're using WordPress, ClickFunnels, lead pages, Unbounce, or something else, as long as you use something that you like, that you're able to quickly and easily build pages with, and if it does everything you want it to do and the pages look and work how you want them to, to be, then that's going to be a win. So regardless of what that is, just make sure you pick something that works great for you and you really can't go wrong with any of the ones that I mentioned. Just don't make the mistake of thinking that's the most important thing though, because it's not. It's important, but it's not the thing. Okay, so that is page builders. Second thing is website. So if you're not e-commerce, then I highly recommend and I use WordPress as well, not just for landing pages, but for our website. If you are e-commerce, that's a no-brainer. Shopify all the way. That is the best e-commerce website platform in the world. I absolutely love it. And a little, uh, little tip here. If you are using Shopify, if you have not checked out an app called Wheelio, W-H-E-E-L-I-O, which allows you to spin a wheel and opt in for a discount for things, that is an amazing app for Shopify. We've had clients like build an email list from zero to over 300,000 in a year just using Wheelio with, with ads. So check that out. It's really cool. So WordPress and Shopify for website stuff. Okay. I'm going to switch gears for a second and talk about all-in-one type softwares and the things that I don't like about them. So these are things like Kartra and ClickFunnels and uh, I guess Infusionsoft would, would also fit in there. I'm not saying I don't like the software altogether. Like for example, if you were to use ClickFunnels or Kartra just for landing pages, I think that would be great. But there's a lot of negatives when it comes to all-in-one software. Here's the deal. All-in-one software tries to do everything. They try and be um, a landing page builder, sometimes a scheduler, depending on what system you're using, um, a webinar platform, uh, email platform, even a payment provider on some of these. They try and do everything. Not all of them. Some of them do some things and not everything, and others try and do everything. That, to me, is not good at all for a number of reasons. Number one, and most importantly, I want to use systems that focus on their core competency the best. So, for example, when I send an email, I want my email to have the very best chance of getting to someone's inbox, to have the best deliverability rate. Let me ask you a question. Who do you think is going to have a better chance of, of a better email deliverability rate and experience? A company that only does email 24 hours a day, seven days a week, forever. They're an email company or a company that tries to do everything that doesn't just do email. It's very hard for somebody to try and be an all-in-one. 
it's kind of like if you were to go out to eat to some brunch or not brunch, but some buffet. And they've got some, uh, they've got some steak, and they also have Mexican food and sushi. Are they going to be as good as somebody that just does sushi if that's what you're in the mood for? Of course not. It's the same thing with these all in one situations. When you send an email, you want to use an email provider that just does that. When you use a shopping cart, uh, you it's super helpful to use something that's rock solid where they only do shopping carts. You know, um, so I can go down the list, but th those are like really important things to me. There are exceptions. I mean, it doesn't mean that the all in one platforms don't work. They function and they work okay, typically. But to me, there's just too many technical issues we've had with them. And also we've gotten better results using individual pieces of software that are designed for that main thing that they're good at. And that's really the main reason why I don't recommend those all in one types of software. It just doesn't work out as well for us. We make more money using software that's designed for the main thing that it is designed for. Also, I don't know if this is the case anymore. I believe it is, but I don't know. But I know in, um, in the past with somebody like Kartra where they take your payments, you know, you set up your payments in Kartra. If you get somebody on a membership subscription, whether it's a membership site or it's just an ongoing consulting or whatever the fee is, and then you leave Kartra, you had to actually cancel those subscriptions and try and get people to sign up all over again in a different system. If you're using your own payment provider like Stripe and then your own shopping cart like Thrivecart or Samcart or something, you own that in those platforms. And you can use any page builder you want, you can use any, any email provider you want, but you're never going to have to have somebody unsubscribe and then rebuy if you want to leave your page builder. So that's another reason why I don't like those all in one scenarios. So you just be very careful with that they can work. I'm not saying they don't work. But to me, they're not, they're not what you could be doing. They're not as good as how you could run your business. And there's better tools and better ways of doing it. And for me, that's what I'm all about. So be careful with those all in one services. They have, um, you know, like, for example, we do use, like I mentioned earlier, ClickFunnels quite a bit for many clients. But when we use them, we just use them for the funnel and page builders. We don't use them for email. I don't even think they have email anymore. I think they stopped doing that. But even when they did, we never used them for with with the email. Um, nothing like that. We didn't use the shopping cart. We used our own all the time. And that gave us total control. And it's worked really well for us. So okay, let me go down the list to talk about some other stuff. Let's talk about email providers. All right, so who do we use for email? So we use Aweber currently. I've used many email for providers. I've used Drip and ActiveCampaign and MailChimp and Aweber. I actually have clients on every single one of those platforms and more. And you can't go wrong with any of those. I like Aweber a lot because their deliverability is amazing. They've been in business for many years and guess what? That is their business, email. They know email better than anybody. They do really well, as, as does, you know, ActiveCampaign and Drip and MailChimp and stuff like that. Like they're all email companies for the most part. So that to me is very valuable. And 
the deliverability is better. And that means more people see your emails. And it's just more valuable than using some all in one service that tries to include email with it. So I like Aweber a lot. Uh, in the past couple of years, they've added tagging, which has been nice because I like to be able to tag people so that it kind of marks them. And then you can email to different tags. Active Campaign and Drip do that extremely well. And then MailChimp, I think, does it on some of their plans, but not all. If you're just starting out, MailChimp has a really good plan that's free, I think up to 2000 members, I think, subscribers, something like that. So it's a good thing to start off with for free. But if you um, are looking for an email provider, then I would recommend Aweber or ActiveCampaign. Those would be my two top email providers that I would recommend right now. And we actually use both, both Aweber and ActiveCampaign. All right, next I wanna talk about calendar schedulers. So for, for me, many of my, most of my calls get scheduled through a calendar system. And that system is called Once Hub. It used to be called Schedule Once, but I guess they changed the name to Once Hub. And I love that because it's super easy to use. Also, I'll just throw out another tool. I use Zoom all the time, every single day. Um, I wish I would have bought stock in Zoom, by the way, at the end of last year, because it's it's gone through the roof. Uh, but Zoom is amazing. And so when I do any kind of client calls, uh, consulting calls, uh, potential client calls, PR calls, or anything like that, it's almost always on Zoom. And one of the things I like about scheduling software is when somebody schedules a call with me through my calendar link, once Hub and Zoom talk to each other, and it automatically not only schedules it on my calendar, but also automatically creates the Zoom event for me, so I don't have to create that. And then it also sends the reminder to the person that requested the call and emails them a reminder and puts it on their calendar. So I love that. That, that is uh, something awesome. It works really well for me. Calendly, I know, also does that I don't think it does that with their free pro, uh, free value um, level. You have to pay for it. And uh, you also have to pay for one sub, but it's not very much. It's like 15 bucks a month. It's totally worth it though. I mean, it would be crazy not to have a calendar system if you're, you know, having lots of calls coming in and schedules, uh, scheduled calls and stuff. It's, you, you gotta have it. So those are the two I recommend, once hub and Calendly. Make sure if you're using Calendly, you go for their paid, level if you can because that is what integrates with zoom and allows you to just automatically create your events if you're running ads and and or you already have a lot of existing clients and you're doing lots of calls and stuff it saves you so much time and trouble having those systems create your events for you it's so worth it and you can also easily block out days and times that you're not available and stuff like that so very cool Okay, next, let's talk about ad tracking. What do we use to track our ads? So we use, uh, I'm going to give you the most simple solution. We do use some uh, software that is pretty advanced that has been built for us. But I don't really want to get into that because it, it would be hard for you to replicate. In the future, I may do an actual show on that with video or something and kind of show you how we use it and show you something similar you can do. But for now, um, I want to keep it simple. So for ad tracking, we love using Google Sheets 
and then Zapier. Uh, I love tracking data with ads and exporting our ad data into a Google Sheet that I've created that has all the important numbers that we need to see. I call it my dashboard. And it allows you to see and view it by week, by month, even by year. And you see all the important numbers, not just of the ads, but also whatever else you're focused on, whether that's webinar registrations or sales, or calls converted or anything and all of that, you see it all and you can quickly and easily see trends and things like that. So that's like gold to me. And so again, you don't need anything crazy, Google Sheets, Zapier, if you want to automate the process, or if you're not doing tons of ads, you could even manually input it there pretty easily. And that works well too. And, and there you go. Also, I'm trying to, you know, give options that are both inexpensive and then also other options that are like more optimum. So I'm trying to kind of have something in here for everyone. Um, I'm trying, I want you guys to know though that like simple is good. Don't feel like you have to go out and get all these tools if you don't already have them. But a lot of these are very important and can help you make money, help you save money, save time and stuff like that. You just have to kind of decide when the time is right for this stuff. Okay, next communication. So for communicating with my team, Slack has been amazing. I love Slack. It's a great way to communicate. That is the number one way we communicate. So I highly recommend Slack. Let's talk about, uh, let's see, we have a few more. I'm going to go pretty quick on these video ads. So when creating video ads, my friends, you don't need a lot. Some people think you need all this professional, perfect lighting, and you should have good lighting. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but you don't need to have like professional cameras and ha nothing has to be perfect. That is a myth. In fact, typically, if it's not perfect, it'll probably perform better anyway. So in terms of cameras, a lot of times I use my iPhone. And I use a microphone that you can actually plug into the iPhone. It's called I'm holding the box right here. It's a lavalier microphone called power DYSE, D E W I S E. And it plugs right into my iPhone. And so that gives you good audio because one of the most important things with video is lighting is one of them and then sound quality is another. And it's not the best if you use the onboard microphone of your actual iPhone or camera, it's way better to use an external microphone. So this microphone plugs into our iPhone. It also plugs into camcorders and cameras. So we've got like a Canon, what, what is the Canon? Oh, 70, I think. Uh, Canon something 70 <laughs> uh, DSLR 70 D. I knew I was I was going to come come up with a Canon 70D. And this same microphone plugs right into that as well. But typically, when I'm doing video, if I'm using a camera, I'm typically going to use my iPhone and just use that, uh, use that microphone. And it was only like 15 bucks off of Amazon, it was pretty cheap for the microphone. And then I also use ScreenFlow for the Mac. If you're on PC, you could use Camtasia. So for videos where you actually want to record your screen, ScreenFlow is all awesome. And you can also have a webcam. I use that Zoom webcam. I think it's the C920. And you can have yourself in the corner there. 
and you can record your screen and have them see you while you're talking about stuff for those types of videos. There's also Loom, L-O-O-M, which is, I believe, a desktop or online application. I don't use it, but I've heard um, people loving it and say that they use it and it's awesome. So that's a, another good option. Um, for a microphone, like I said, I've got that external microphone that I plug into our cameras and stuff. And then for the podcast, I use a Heil PR30. Now that's a high-end microphone. I think this microphone is almost like 400 bucks, but uh, it's something I invested in just because I knew I was going to be doing a podcast. And to me, I want it to have a great sound. You don't have to go out and buy a $400 microphone, but you just want to have a decent microphone. So there's many options, whether you buy the one I mentioned that plugs into your iPhone, or if you're going to do it on your computer, there's like a blue snowball. Uh, there's all kinds of different options. Just don't go too cheap on the microphone. You know, you're probably going to need to spend at least 75 to 100 bucks to get a good one, but it is well worth it for videos. And then also you've got to have good lighting. You don't need to have perfect lighting, but you should have good lighting and even lighting. If you can record your videos outside, that does really good. But the key is whether you're inside or outside, you want to have the best lighting possible. Some lights that I like and recommend are uh, really, it's actually one ring light. Those work really well. Um, and I also have some other types of lights that I use like wand. I think they're called wand lights, but just make sure that you have even lighting. You don't want light behind you. It should be in front of you when you're doing the video and coming from both sides and then directly in front of you. If you kind of have it that set up and there's plenty of videos you can watch on good lighting, but just don't feel like it has to be perfect. You can make it work. Uh, okay, that's for video ads. Um, again, don't overthink it. The most important part besides, obviously you wanna have good lighting and good audio, but the best part is you wanna have great content in that video. You can get away with stuff not perfect if your content is great and you're helping people and giving value. So make sure you focus on that the most. Okay, a couple other quick things for editing. I use Final Cut Pro. If you don't have that, you could also use iMovie. If you're on a PC, I don't know, but there's gotta be something like that. So forgive me, I don't know, I don't use PC, but I'm sure there's some kind of just Google editing, video editing for PC, and I'm sure there's some good ones. There's, I know Adobe makes something, I just can't remember what it's called. Is it Audition? Uh, I can't remember, but, uh, Anyway, Adobe makes like a world-class editing program. So you can check that out. But for me, I love Final Cut Pro. I use it for everything and it's so easy to use. iMovie is also good, but uh, Final Cut Pro is definitely the best for me. Okay, a couple other quick ones for graphics and design. I don't think anything's better than Canva right now. For me, it's so easy to use and they have so many like little things that make it easy to, to create things. I typically will like to have a designer actually create stuff because I'm not very good at graphics and stuff. That's not my forte. But if I do need to create something pretty quick, I can go into Canva and get it done. A lot of the designers I use actually do use Canva as well. And then another option is Photoshop Elements. And yes, you could use the full version of Photoshop. That's amazing, but that's also fairly expensive. Photoshop Elements is like a one-time purchase that I think is less than 90 bucks and is very powerful too. So that's a good one. 
but I would definitely use Canva and see if that works for you because you can create some really cool things with that. Uh, for royalty-free images, I like Shutterstock a lot. We use Shutterstock. That's also integrated with Facebook ads. So you've got the Shutterstock library through Facebook as well, which is cool. Uh, so that's what I typically use for royalty-free images. For royalty-free audio, I like Artlist, A-R-T-L-I-S-T dot I-O. They've got some really cool audio that we use, and we use it in a number of different ways. So that's really great for, for audio. And then for royalty-free video, if you want to, you know, do a video where it's not you or your screen, but you're doing like uh, B-roll and clips of other people, you could use something like Shutterstock and then also Envato, E-N-V-A-T-O. They have uh, a bunch of uh, royalty-free video shots and clips that you can buy in all kinds of different scenarios and situations and stuff like that. So that's actually really cool. Oh, I thought of another one for images too, by the way, you guys. So um, I believe it's called Pexels, P-E-X-E-L-S. That is a great one because I think they have a bunch of free royalty-free images. So check that out. I do like Shutterstock the best, though. It works really well for us. All right, we're getting down to, I think, just a couple more. Next one is our shopping cart. So for shopping carts, I did mention this earlier. I don't like using a cart that's integrated with any other provider or service because you're kind of locked into that. And then if you leave, it can really mess you up. You might have to redo subscriptions and have people resubscribe, and it could, it could really just be a total headache, and you also don't have total control. So I like to have our own shopping cart, and what I use is Thrive Cart. Thrive Cart. It has nothing to do with Thrive Themes, um, but Thrive Cart is amazing. Another great one is Sam Cart, S-A-M-C-A-R-T. That's a great one as well. Those are both excellent carts. You can configure them how you want. They work with all the different payment processors, Stripe, PayPal, and you know anything else that'll accept payment. And they're just rock solid. You can accept one-time payments, subscriptions, auto billing, when you use that, plus Stripe, for example. And there's just lots of options. So that's what I recommend. Either one of those are great. I liked Thrivecart because it was a one-time purchase. So I'm not sure if it is now or not, or if they charge monthly. But if you can get it for a one-time purchase, it is the way to go. I've used it for years, and I highly recommend it. And then lastly, I think this is my last one, course software. So yes, I've got a Facebook ads course. And when I put out content in a course format, you want it to be in a format that is protected. So people who don't buy cannot access it, obviously. <laughs> and I really like and I use Wishlist Member. You've got to have Word, WordPress to use that. But if you're using WordPress, Wishlist Member is amazing. And it's not very expensive. And it works really well. It's rock solid. I've used it for many, many years. I've used it for small sites. And I've used it for big sites where there was many thousands of members. And it's worked for us in every situation. I've literally never had a problem with it. So I highly recommend that. I also really like Thinkific and Teachable. Those are third-party platforms for hosting your course. They're amazing. They're really, really good. So if you're running ads to a course, any of those scenarios or solutions would be great for your course. 
So wishlist member, Thinkific, or Teachable. And you guys, I think that is it. There's certainly, I'm sure I'm probably forgetting a few things that we use. And there's more options in every category, but I just wanted to at least give you some of the top ones and some of the most common ones that we use the most. But I do want to say that, look, you don't have to use all this stuff, you can just use some of it and be successful. When I first started out, I didn't use everything. I used whatever I could at the time, and then built on it and improved as time went on. And now we've got it, you know, the system down so well, we've got our favorites, and we know what works and it actually helps that I've been able to use everything through, you know, working with clients, I've seen it all. <laughs> and I uh, see what works and what doesn't um, in the wild, so to speak. So anyway, I hope this was helpful. You guys, if you have any questions about any of these types of tools, if you should or shouldn't be using something, let me know. I guess my final word of caution to you guys is to be very careful with what you put a monthly budget into. You know, for example, sometimes I'll run into clients that are spending three, four, five hundred $500 a month for either a CRM or page builder software. And they're literally just starting out. And I'm, I'm thinking that's crazy. So they have very little revenue to start. And they're already spending three to 500 bucks a month on stuff they don't need when what they could be doing is actually putting that three to 500 bucks a month towards ads to build a customer base. And then when they get more customers, they could buy that stuff if they wanted to. So don't get into the habit of thinking you need a, a bunch of expensive tools if you don't already have business. That's not what you should be doing, you should actually be spending it on education. So like, you know, whether it's a consultant or whatever, but education, so you get better at your skill, and then also spending it on actual ads. So you get awareness and then get customers or clients. And then you can upgrade to better tools. If you're already doing a lot of business, we work with plenty of companies that are already doing really well too. That's the time where you can really think about okay, what tools can save us time, save us money, make us more effective and optimize everything. And then that's the fun part. But it, you have to be there, you know, and then it makes sense. So you guys, I hope this was helpful. I hope you have a great phenomenal week. Don't forget if you want to join the ad agency school group, that's opening up in the next few days, hit me up on Instagram. Also, if you have any questions about any of this stuff, feel free to DM me at Philgram digital, or you can go to my, go to my website, philgramdigital.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will be back next time. Hope you have a great week, everybody. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this with all your friends. For show notes, more tips, and to learn more about Phil, please visit philgramdigital.com slash podcast.